Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at maxstormcoaching.com. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Max Storm Coaching Podcast. I thank you all for listening and hoping that our previous shows are helping. If you're just joining us for the first time, please, I beg you to go back and listen through the other previous shows where we spoke about many different subjects that should help you grow your business. And I'm actually traveling today, and I got a new rig, a new setup, and I'm hoping the mic and all the equipment I got to create these shows on the road is going to help with the audio quality. Please let me know if you believe it sounds better or worse um, in some of your emails that we receive at MaxStormCoaching.com. As I said, we are almost ready to launch our new website for MaxStorm Coaching, and it's going to be awesome. We have the temporary site up where you can send me a message, read a little bit about what we do. But the new site will actually be really cool. We're going to have a bunch of bunch of uh, new information up there. We're going to have the podcast. We're going to have the show notes. We'll have a lot of cool stuff. And uh, that will certainly help uh, to communicate with our listeners and help with any questions you have. But I did receive a few questions about one of the subjects that we talked about in a previous episode. So I wanted to cover that just briefly before we get into our next subject. Uh, and it was about the request I made of all of you to always have a event, some type of event scheduled each month so that you can send people to. And the reason being, we talked a little bit about this in a previous show, but we'll get a little bit more in depth as to why, because I did receive several questions on it. So so the reason being that you want to have always have an event scheduled is so that you can, one, show that you are an expert in your field. So when you're talking to a potential client or you're at a party or you're out playing golf or tennis or you're at the beach and we all get that question, what do you do? You can explain what you do in our quick pitch that we call a pitch, even though it's not an elevator pitch. Um, your quick 30-second rundown, and then you're going to be quiet, as we talked about. You're not going to keep pushing what you do onto whomever you're speaking with. You may just start a communication with them. If you don't mention any more about it, you're going to do your quick 30 seconds. Hey, this is what I do. People that have back pain, I help them alleviate it without surgery, or I help them you know, not get surgery, or whatever it is that you're that you do whatever your expert niche is that we talked about very quickly you're going to say what it is if they engage with you and ask you oh tell me more about it i my my father has back pain or my brother has back pain or i have back pain i was in an accident and i have back pain all the time how do you do it so let them engage with you and let them start a two-way conversation i know i keep saying that but it's so important to not push what you do onto your potential referral base or your potential client you know each person that you tell what you do and you allow them to communicate and absorb what you say, they are a potential referral base. 
okay? They may have someone, and everyone knows somebody who has some kind of pain, they can refer to you. So you don't want to overwhelm them. And I know you're passionate about what you do, whether it's sports or golf or tennis or or weight loss or helping people after they're pregnant or after they have a baby or while they're pregnant or nutrition, whatever it is, you're super passionate about it. But they may not be as passionate. So you have to see that. You have to work your way into their interest. You have to communicate with them at the speed that they want to talk to you about what you do. And I know I keep pushing that. I keep saying that. But it's super important to hold yourself back because even I get passionate about these podcasts because I want to give so much information. I want to tell you so much. And it'll end up being three hours and before I end up finishing. Just, just from going and visiting one of my clients, I think about so many shows that I want to talk to you guys about. So anyway, um, as I was talking about that, so, so if you're talking with someone, whether it's a potential client, uh, a referral base, or you're just talking and they ask you, Later, well, tell me more about you. How do you do that? Or, or do you have any information? You, you know, you, again, after you have explained to them what you do, and you've talked to them. Hey, what do you do? You want to have a two-way conversation? You have to be interested in them. Don't just talk about you. They are probably interested in what you do. Usually, for you practitioners out there, what you do is usually going to be a little bit more interesting in what you're your other side is the the other person you're talking to unless they're a rocket scientist or you know they work for nasa or they work for the fbi or the cia or you know the but if they work in portfolio management or you know not saying that all this stuff is boring everybody loves what they do but to you it might not be as as exciting or even to them it might not be as exciting as to what you do because really what you practitioners do is you help people in their lives you help them live a better life and not too many jobs and it's not really a job not too many um, people get to say that you're helping them better their lives a lot of people do things but a lot of those are day-to-day type things that help the world go around but bettering people's lives is something that you practitioners can do and and it's great that you can do that come on so um, let's get back to what I was talking about. Again, I get off on these tangents. So, so if somebody does approach you and you're speaking with them, you want to have an event. You want to have something that you can send them to, whether it's an online webinar. Hey, listen, um, you know, if you really want to know even more about what I do or you want to send your uncle who has back pain or, or has elbow pain or plays golf or plays tennis or your aunt who just had a baby or whatever it is, that is your target market or your expert in the field, you're going to talk about these, this event that you have. Now, because you have an event, you are going to be speaking, you are putting yourself in the position of being an expert in the field. Not too many practitioners that you know of, and I, I can almost guarantee this, are doing this. They are, don't have a scheduled event that is a monthly event you could be this almost the same subject. It can be almost the same subject, the same PowerPoint. You might want to change a little bit. You're going to get better at, at doing it because you're going to have different people coming to it. It's not going to be the same people each month that come to this event. So it can be the same event. There's nothing wrong with having the same event, the same subject matter because they're all going to be entering your funnel 
at almost the same time. So having the same event is not a big, a big deal. Um, so you're gonna, and the great part is you're gonna get better at it every month. You're gonna you're gonna push it better, and you're gonna talk about it better, and you're gonna tweak it. You're gonna make it sound better. So having that event monthly, whether it's the second Wednesday, don't use a date. Okay, because it's hard to schedule that. So you're going to have uh, the. I have an event the second Wednesday of the month. It's a lot easier that way because there's always a second Wednesday. All right, but if you say, you know, I have it on uh, uh, on the 14th of the month, that could fall on a Saturday. It could fall on a Sunday. Um, it could fall on a holiday, and you're constantly rescheduling. So always pick a day to have your event. Now, I know this might sound like a lot, but some of you are going to have fun doing this, but you may want to have two events, and and now I'm really pushing it, one in the evening and one during the day. Um, And if you find that the evening ones will get filled up because people can can join in uh, in the evening after work, then you may want to cancel the afternoon one or vice versa or have two events now the events don't have to be long they could be a half hour they could be 30 minutes they could be 60 minutes they could be longer if you want to you you have to decide on that tweaking it as you go because it's a free event i could tell you don't worry too much about uh what the other side what your people joining into the event um the feedback at right away. Uh, you're going to ask for feedback. You may even want to have a form, um, an actual form. Go to like SurveyMonkey and create a survey that you're going to send out after. Uh, I want you to really organize this event. I, I, you know, you're these are this is the beginning of your funnel. So if you have two, you don't need a hundred people. And here I go again. You don't need a hundred people to come to your event. Everyone thinks that. Oh my God! If I have an event. Whether it's a webinar, use use Zoom and you can have a free webinar. Um, use the, all the free softwares out there. Or or if you have a gym, have it at the gym. Have one that is in person and one that's online. And people can choose which one they want to attend. Or do a Facebook Live from your facility. And then people all over the country can join in. And people that are local could come in and join um, live at the event. So that's what I mean. Kind of fool around and, and, and test different things. See what works. But keep it constant. Keep that event constant. And you will see that your potential referrals will actually start just sending people. They'll start talking about it. Well, listen, uh, you know, this gentleman, Jim, I know. He helps people with back pain. He has an event every second Wednesday of the month. Here's the link. Go ahead and join it. And all of a sudden, they won't even tell you about it. They're just going to send people, and people are going to be signing up that you didn't even know that, and it's going to be from a referral because you're going to ask them. Say, oh, yeah, yeah, Jill told me about your event, and I figured I'd just join in and sign up. You know, you can use several of the systems if you actually want people to sign up so you know the amount of attendees. Um, So you can easily do that. You can use um, all different types of event softwares that are out there uh, that are free. I can, I can send you some that I recommend if you um, are looking for that. But there's a bunch of softwares that will schedule your events. They'll keep track of the tickets. They'll keep track of people that sign up. Here's the thing. The most important part of your event will be the email addresses that when they sign up. You are going to get an email address and person's name and email address. 
when they sign up for your event. Okay, so even if they don't make your event, you will be able to email them back and say, hey, we're sorry we missed you. Um, is there something I can help you with? Or did you have a specific question for me? And I know you didn't make the event, but I'm sorry you didn't make it, but I'd still love to help you. Do you have a specific question? Um, are you, do you know someone in pain or whatever you want to structure that email? And we'll talk about emails in another um, show, how important the structure of the email is. But getting that email address, again, we talked about this, it starts the funnel. If they don't show up for your event, it's okay. Okay, if you get 10 people that sign up for your event, at event, you, you say you're using Eventbrite, eventbrite.com. Awesome platform, works great. It's free if you don't charge for your event. And secondly, if you do charge for your event, the um, Eventbrite will take their small little fee out uh, when people charge. So you can just have them deduct their 50 cents or whatever per sale. But we'll talk about paid events in another show. But here's the thing. You get 10 people that that sign up for your event, but only four people show up the day of the event. That's great. Who cares? You're going to get to do your event to those four people. You're going to show you're an expert in your field. You're going to get to practice your public speaking. And you have 10 email addresses of potential clients that signed up for your event. That means they, they they signed up for a reason. They have a reason for signing up for your event. They just didn't choose your event and give you all of their information because of that. So Eventbrite also also is such a big search engine optimization tool that when people might search for back pain or, or might search for weight loss after pregnant pregnancy, your event may pop up, okay? And they may sign up for that event without ever even talking to you, without ever even knowing somebody who referred you to them. So it's very important to have an ongoing event that people can sign up for. It is very important that people see you as an expert in the field. Now, the second part of this is getting them in your funnel. They are going to sign up. You're going to start the whole funnel process. And we talked about this funnel process, and I want to get in more depth for another show even in funnel. So you see why I'm doing this podcast, because the shows are really unlimited, and I can ramble on about the importance of starting that funnel you're going to throw 10 people into that funnel, and maybe at the other end, four are going to be clients. But it didn't cost you anything to get those four people into your, in, into your system. All right, The 10, they may sign up two months later or three months later or four months later. They might be busy. They may not have the money to sign up. So staggering those clients one month, two months, four months out is like farming the people that sign up right away they sign up for your packages that is the hunting part it's so important to have that hunting part because you're going to get instant payments you're going to get people to sign up for your packages they sign up and buy different items depends on what you are selling and what your packages are your coaching whatever it is and they're going to sign up but the farming side of it are the ones that don't sign up right away or the lifetime value part so you might have people that come to your event but they're not ready to sign up or they're traveling or they, they, they haven't reached that time or they're not in enough pain. I know it sounds mean, but they just don't see the value in your expertise yet or they do see the value and they're going to save up the money or they're going to go talk to their uncle or whatever it is that they are going to do. They are preparing to 
sign up with you. There, there's no doubt about it. It's just going to happen. It's just, again, the farming side of it. You actually, the event is the part that you really need. It's that farming side. It's a side where you are going to sow the seeds. You're going to plant those seeds to have a constant flow of clients. The event is going to feed that. Your referrals are going to feed that. The hunting part is those people that are in pain right now, the ones that need to go on a golf outing, the ones that are going to get surgery in a week, the ones that are worried about that. Those are the people that are going to come to you, the ones that are going to their their high school reunion and want to lose weight or whatever it is. Those are the people that are going to come to you. You're a practitioner, you're an expert in your field. They're going to come to you for immediate relief, immediate help. They want to sign up. They want to get started right away. But your event okay, that you're setting up, that is the farming side. It's the side that's going to get people to get you signed up. They're going to come a month after your event. They're going to come three months after your event, or they're going to call you. Like I said, make certain that you have the ability to give them a 15-minute free consultation or whatever it is. But again, as I say, make certain that you give out more information than they will think possible. I want them to walk away from your event going, oh my God, gave me so much information. I can't believe it. He just told us everything that, that I, I'm doing wrong. He knew exactly what was happening. It's like he was talking directly to me and he gave me all this information. But you know, they're not going to be able to implement it. Okay, I say this all the time. If I got a playbook from a professional football team, and that's who you are. You are a professional. You're an expert in your field. If I got the actual playbook from a professional football team and I put a team together, do you think that even if I knew the plays they were going to run, that I would be able to stop them? No, because they are professionals. No matter what, they could tell me what they're going to do. And I can't stop them from doing it because they're professionals. They're experts in playing football, in the game of football, and blocking and running and passing. Same thing for you. Give away the information that you need. Let them know what they need to do. They're not going to do it. They're not going to be able to get the program together. They're not going to be able to work out. But make sure you tell them that, that this has to be implemented in the right field. You're going to do this many sit-ups. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But it has to be done in the right way. Certainly, you can do it on your own. You're never going to let people think that they cannot do it on their own. You don't have to tell them that. They are going to know that. They can't do it on their own. And the people that want to do it on their own, they're not your target customer yet. You see, that's the good part is when someone sees and realizes your expertise and what it takes to do what you do, they will be a better client. They'll be a better client for you because they realize that they can't do it. It's the ones that think, oh, you know. Martha, she doesn't know anything. I could do that. What is she going to tell me to do some push-ups? What is she going to tell me to eat uh, less red meat? You know, they think that it's easy. And those are the people that you want to give the information to. You want them to see that it's not that easy. Okay? Let them try it. Let them try it. It'll be a couple months, but they'll come to you. They'll come back to you. And again, if they don't, you're not losing anything because you got to remember, the event will also weed out those vampire clients that we don't want. We don't want those vampire clients. So the event, the referrals are so super important to be doing it not only correctly, but it's a, it's a setup. 
It's a setup for your clients. It's a setup for the people. And you're going to get to do business the way you want to. You can talk about how your systems are, how your businesses are, what you do at the end and or the beginning of your events or when you get a call from referral. You're going to tell them all about what you do, how you do it, why you do it that way. And this is the reason that we work this way. You're going to send, it up, send them to your website. You're going to let them listen. There's just so much information. So that's why the event is so important. You might find, I know this sounds crazy, you might find that your event is one of your biggest feeders at first. Now, there's a second portion of this event, and I know I was going to talk about another subject, but this event, this monthly or biweekly or however you set it up, this event is so important to do correctly that you may find another use for this event. And that is some of you practitioners are going to want to coach and work with other practitioners. And that's the good part about this event. You may want to go what I call upstream and be a teacher or a practi- or a trainer of other practitioners and other teachers. So your event shows that you're an expert in your field and you have a practitioner who wants to get into back pain or he's a golf coach. He says, you know, I'm a golf coach and a lot of my clients that come to me have minor back pain. Uh, So I would love to be able to help them. You say, well, come to my event and I'll show you how to do that. Or your event will set you up for a coaching session or a training session with those particular upstream clients. It's so nice to be able to speak with a uh, other practitioner. They may not have the skill set that you have, but they want that skill set but not not again they're they're not looking to be um, as high a level as you but they are looking to be able to help their clients a little bit more or keep them in their funnel a little bit more and for that you can charge them for that training there's nothing wrong with training them on what you do again they are never going to reach the level that you have reached with you teaching them of course they could if they want to pay enough money But those first couple of um, lessons, those first couple of training sessions, they are going to be paying you to teach them what you know and how you can help them with the minor back pain or whatever it is. It's just so much fun to work with other practitioners whom are trying to better themselves, trying to do things, or trying to help their clients in better ways. You are not going to get every client, every client that has back pain, every client that wants a diet, every client that um, you know is wants to eat healthy, wants nutrition. It's okay to train other practitioners, other nutritionists, other people in your expertise and when you can do that when you can actually train them to do that it's so much fun because you can train three or four clients at once you can train these clients to go upstream and it's a lot more fun to do that and and i i would definitely say that working with other practitioners is kind of a next step because not only do they have an, a purpose, but they're going to implement what they learned very quickly. And that's a lot of fun because they're going to be working with other clients. They're going to be doing things and they're going to say, wow, what you taught me is just awesome. You know, I got these three clients that I was going to have to not be able to help, that I was going to have to send to a chiropractor, that I was going to send to another practitioner, but I kept, kept them on kept them in my wheelhouse, kept them in my funnel, and now I get more lifetime value out of what you taught me, and it's just so cool that way. 
and they're going to stay with you. See, you're not losing because they're going to stay training with you to train their clients. Okay, so you're, you're not worried about losing the income because you've gone upstream now to other practitioners um, through your event, through working with other practitioners, through um, referrals. And again, I just love working with other professionals because they understand our plight. They understand what we're up against. They understand it's not easy to help clients. You know, sometimes when you have a room full of clients, they don't understand the lingo. They don't understand how hard it is to get somebody out of pain, to write a program that's going to help their back, to stop them from surgery or prevent surgery. They don't realize how hard it is to get them to lose that 20 pounds. Yeah, you may make it look easy because it's what you do and you love it, but it's not easy. It's not easy because you have trained yourself. You have done so much work to make it look easy. But when you're speaking with that room full of people or you're speaking online on a webinar, and you make it look easy. It's not easy. It's just you're making it look that look that way. So, so again, it's it's a lot of fun when you're talking to those types of clients and you're going upstream, and you will be able to do that. So, I want you to be prepared that when you're talking about what you do, and if you go to some events, or you go to um, you go to a workshop, or you go to conferences. Okay, and maybe you're going to start speaking at some conferences, some little breakout rooms. Now, breakout rooms are cool because people are going to come to learn specifically what you're going to teach. And we talked about, um, you know, how to try to get into working at these conferences. And when you speak at a conference, you know, you're basically the conference is saying you're upper echelon. You are at the top of your game, and that's why you're speaking there. When that happens, it's huge. So you are going to get some people that are going to want to work with you, whether you have your event or you're speaking at some conferences, which is an event, obviously. So no matter what you do, I want you to be prepared that um, other practitioners, other trainers, other people that want to learn what you know and and do what you do, they know they're not going to be equal to what you do, but they want to be able to add that extra value to their clients. It's kind of a compliment in a way because they're saying, hey, listen, I hear that you're great or I heard you speak. Um, I was at your event. It's awesome what you do. Or I've sent you five referrals and every one of those referrals has told me how great you are, what you do. Can I start can you start training me a little bit so I can help these referrals and I'll have you write the programs or I'll have you do the assessments? This, I don't want you to think in a way of a loss. There's always going to be added value um, because there's only one of you. So if you can have a bunch of soldiers running around out there that that want to kind of be like you or do what you do and you start training them, they're going to pay you for the training. And you may be able to whittle down your niche to Man, I don't mind working with clients, but you know what I really like? I like just doing assessments. I like writing programs. Um, I like working with the worst of the worst cases. And now you can brush off those other cases, those other um, clients back to your referrals. They're just going to refer you the stuff that you want. You're going to get paid from the other practitioners, the other trainers, the other nutritionists, whatever, to teach them what you do. But you're going to get to whittle down what you want. So um, I'm hoping that what I talked about today 
um, is sinking in and realizing that what we have and what you guys can do is unlimited. We just really need to decide the direction that you want to go and why you should have some type of event that puts you in front of the class, puts you in that upper echelon. Um, you should always have an event running. Again, think about it, whether it's one day, two days, you could have multiple days for different types of um, referrals or different types of potential clients. Maybe one is a nutrition, one is for back pain, um, one's for golf, one's for tennis, whatever you want. I wouldn't overwhelm yourself yet first. I would start off slow and maybe do one event, see how it works, you know, use Eventbrite, use one of the different platforms that schedule and you'll get your own um, link. Um, you'll get to use the power of SEO with those platforms. Start putting on your website that you have this event. Start telling people about the event and then slowly you can break into other events. If you're like me, I, I go all out sometimes and I kind of overwhelm myself uh, because I want to really test the boundaries um and even with this podcast i thought about having a podcast and like two days later i started it and i should have really planned a little more and that's why our website's a little temporary and things like that but i just had so much information i want to get out there and i you know overwhelm myself with um starting the podcast i should have planned a little more so you know i understand that that process i understand that mindset that you just want to get going so go ahead and get going again because it's free don't worry about the feedback of the event. You want it to be professional. You want to be organized as much as possible. But you're not charging yet or you're not charging for the event. So don't spend too much money on it. Don't spend any money if possible. If you don't have your own facility and you work mostly at other clients' homes or you work out of other gyms and they don't have so, go talk to some people. Go find out where you can get a space. And there's places that you can get a space for free because you're going to be bringing people. You're going to bring be bringing traffic. Uh, also, check with your county facilities. There's some county facilities at most in most places that are open that they'll allow you to do classes. They'll allow you to do things. There are entrepreneur facilities. There's physical fitness facilities. There's uh, YMCA's. There's different places that might allow you to do classes for free. Um, you don't really need a workout space. Uh, because you're really going to do training or you're going to be a classroom type event. But you might have um, – you might want a little bit of space so you can show some exercises or have some Swiss balls or whatever you're going to be doing. So, so again, low cost. Get started as soon as possible and then build up on the professionalism. Build up on it slowly because it's so important to, to show organization, to show what you're doing and to show your expertise. Uh, so – Again, that is my little scoop and spiel on the events and why, why they're so important. Um, and I wouldn't have dug in as little deep as this if I didn't get those emails um, from some practitioners on why it's so important to have that event. And I didn't realize that, you know, uh, again, myself, I'm learning all the time, too. I, sp I speak such high level. Um, and again, high level means that I'm just speaking broadly that sometimes I forget to, to drill down into each subject which I should start doing more and more. But, you know, I always think about the time frames and I think about your time and I appreciate you listening to these podcasts. And, you know, I try to take um, that time in into consideration. And I know that you're busy. I know that you only have so much time to spend. So I do appreciate you listening to these shows and, and anyone that sent out um, questions and uh, and reviews and, and let me know how they're doing. I do appreciate that. And I ask any of you that if you have some questions, go on out to um, our website, maxstormcoaching.com. Send me in um, 
any questions that you might have, any um, subjects for um, an upcoming show would be awesome. Please go on out to Google Play or iTunes. Leave us a right rating. Uh, leave me an honest review of how you feel about the show because it'll help me put in content and it'll help me uh, obviously do better for, for you, for all the practitioners out there. And I appreciate you listening to the show. I wish you great luck in your practice. And I am hoping that this helps you move along and get to the um place you want to be within your business and if not we will help you improve we'll help you get better and i do do appreciate the time you spend so for me max storm i do want to say thank you for listening and we will catch you next time on the max storm coaching podcast you take care max storm business coaching podcast please subscribe to the show on itunes or google play so you don't miss a single episode this podcast is brought to you by maxstormcoaching.com head over to our website or social media pages and download free documents forms business tips and tricks that will help take your client-based business to that next level